Welcome along then, 2022 Paul Nichols Cheltenham Betfair preview in Ditcheat at the famous stables. Myself, Dave Alton, back after last year. They asked me back, crazy, but uh, Paul, you must like me, I suppose. That's why I've made my way down here with Vanessa Rollo, who's a Betfair newbie. Yeah, absolutely. New to the Betfair role of honour and joined on a Betfair ambassador, Paul Nichols, Bryony Frost, big names on the list. and. I'm somewhere down the bottom. Last year, we were in the conservatory. Everyone else was under house arrest. Yeah. We didn't really know what was coming, did we? It must have been, been odd to be down at Cheltenham, wasn't it? When, uh, you know, no crowds pulled up. It must have been great. It was just the lasses and lads, wasn't it? That yeah, were giving it, the it, it was surreal, really, you know, because the crowds are the most, one of the big important things of the whole meeting. And of course, behind closed doors was not much fun, to be honest with you. Um, this year going to be back to normal. That roar on the first day when everyone gets going, the supreme novices is going to be fantastic and be electric atmosphere. And do you know, we were talking earlier on some of the horses actually raise their game when it, you know, when it's when it's like that. And there are horses that actually the opposite happens. You imagine going to that last fence in the Gold Cup and the whole crowd in front of you erupt. Some horses do actually tend to look back at you a little bit. You said that Sirianico did that yeah. one year, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was odd. Sirianico Conti jumped the last in front, looked like he might go and win the race with Bobsworth, and the pair of them actually almost pulled themselves up. And I often think it's just that, you know, run into a bit of a funnel, you know, all the crowds either side of the oranges. Some horses definitely get a bit of stage fright. Might bite when he tried to go yeah. to the Guinness Village. They do. You think that's because yeah. we were shouting at him to get up the hill? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. So that was by <laughs> Scorpion as well. Also Didn't help his definitely cause. A, definitely a case of some horses do. You know, you can imagine you go into that last fence and all those thousands of people in front of you roaring at the top of their voice and they get sort of go into a bit of a funnel. There are the odd, as I said, we'll, you know, get stage fright and back off a bit. So the, it's gone well then this year, isn't it? You know, socially, yeah. for everyone out there, we can go and enjoy with the crowds and, and the roar, you get the hairs on the back of your neck. It's gone well this season as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to have crowds there. It's a sport that um, needs it. Um, it's gone well. I think it's a great season. You How many winners you had? 116, I think, to now, so we're well happy with that. So we're going the right way. You're well on the way to the prize money as well, aren't you? Yeah, I think we're only about 23,000 off of 2 million prize money before before the festival. Haven't done that too many years, so that's a good marker for us, really. We're just going to try and get a bit more at Cheltenham and onwards. Well, how are you feeling about this year? Because last year, we got to talk a bit about the Irish dominance, haven't we? 23-5, etched on our brains now. It's like we've got tattoos of that, basically. Uh, you had some quite stern things to say, didn't you, during the week? Well, I, I don't think it's going to change overnight. It's, it just doesn't. It's like a football team. We've got a championship football team. We win the Premiership. They're not going to go into the next season Sunday. Be completely the opposite because those players are still on that team. And at the moment, in effect, the Irish have got the best players, the best team of horses. So it's going to be hard again. It's not going to change overnight. But things do go in, in, in cycles, and it will change again in the future. You're you're a real competitor, though, mm. right down to your yeah. very core. It's all about the competition. Yeah. We know you respect all those Irish mm. trainers. We know all of that. But deep down, does it really irk you, the situation at the moment? Well, no, not really. Because like, uh, 10 or 12 years ago, when I called to star masterminded them. And it was irking them. Team. Yeah, of course it was. And I was I had a once-in-a-lifetime team of horses. And I feel so privileged and lucky to have had those. And I think anything in the future is a bonus, if you know what I mean. Fair, yeah. And, and yeah, we, you know, we've got lovely horses. And, we have, and, and we'll get back there. But you can't. There's no point getting sort of upset about it or worrying about it because it's just the way it is. And yeah, I'm competitive, as you say, but I want to, I don't I only want to run horses that can compete. Any horses specifically that they have over on that side of the Irish Sea that you missed out on in the sales ring potentially? Um, well, probably a lot of them because you know, <laughs> you, you, you know you know a lot of the horses at Gordon and Willie, Gordon which are by the top right at all the sales, and you know they had clients for them, and you know so so a lot of them we tried to buy, but it just mm. didn't have the clients at the time of the people. 
to buy them. And a lot of our, my owners actually do not like buying at public sales. They would rather buy them privately, yeah. which makes life a little bit more difficult. But, you know, it, 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 things will change. Yeah, you know, I can tell you by change. the Friday, my reporters that were down, you know, for the raising bows, they didn't really want to approach you. You could tell you were sort of spitting <laughs> feathers was a little bit. This is last well, festival. Like, yeah, last year was going. You know, you go for the week and they run well, and we happen to the winner. It's quite tough, and you know, but that's you, you can't do anything. To, I still ended up champion trainer last season at 176 winners actually last year, so it wasn't actually that bad. It just shows you life is not all about Cheltenham as much as everybody wants it to be about Cheltenham. Yeah. I don't see it all about Cheltenham. So this season, you come out all guns blazing. Yeah. I mean, Brave Man game run at, you know, October at Newton Abbott. That was yeah. the first curveball we yeah. got. Yeah. Lots of people lauding you, quite rightly, for your aggressive tactics. Did you, Have you looked elsewhere then? You think about Aintree, you think about Air, you know. But, I mean, 46 Cheltenham winners, Paul. This is, you yeah. know. And, you yeah, know, we have plenty more. But you've got, you know, there are horses like Clanders about, you know, full well, there's a point. We've proved it. There's no point going to Cheltenham. We'll go to Aintree with him. Uh, I think Hitman is one. I've got, I'm sitting on the fence of it. He is still yeah. in the Ryanair chest, but he is still a young horse. And, you could easily end up having a hell of a hard race and taking the edge off him. Whereas I'll keep him right for Aintree. He might will at Aintree, um, but we'll see next week. You know, keep you've yeah. got to keep your options open and try and you, you know you've got to feel what horses can be competitive and what you feel you can win. If you're not, you can't you can't make them up or imagine them. You've got to go elsewhere. It's interesting. Your ex pupil, obviously Dan Skelton, yeah. he's taken quite a different route this year with Dan lots fresh of as mm. paint Skelton. Mm. Dan fresh as paint Skelton, good mm. one. Yeah, just it's going to be interesting how that tactic plays out for him because he really has pulled off. A, you know. 100 day breaks, I think most of his top top names are going there with. Yeah, but it is, but you know, you can't, horses can be absolutely brilliant when they're very fit and very fresh. Look at Frodo in Dan Raw, first amount, and beat a Manella, Indo, and Galvin. Yeah, yeah. If you, you aim at, a, you target a race and you get horses, I've always think horses are their very best when they're very, very fit and very fresh. So it's not a bad approach. He's yeah. probably learned that off me. That's not, a, you know, and so he went over there and won that last year for Frodo, um, you know, first time up, and several others go and win first time out. Um, Yala Enk is a great example. I run at Cheltenham, you know, you had him absolutely bang on for his life first time out, fit and fresh. It works. It does yeah. work. All right, okay. So, despite the fact that lots has been written about you having one of your smaller teams, let me tell you, there's plenty of horses for us to get mm. stuck into. Shall we crack on then? Yeah. All right, okay. So, the, the Supreme, which everyone is talking about as a race for ages, you've won it twice, Paul. Yeah. And the last winner, Alpha Off, was they're calling it an Alpha Off mm. year. Mm. You've got Silent Revolution. Yeah. He's a bit of an interesting flyer, isn't he? Yeah. Look, he's, he, he, he's a big price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll There's get no to get away we, from that. We'll get to what we think about it. But that we've not seen him since Newbury earlier in the season when he beat a horse of Nicky's and JP's called Broomfield Berg, mm. who has gone on. You know, he won at Kempton on Boxing Day. He was well fancy with a bet barrel, didn't turn up. Mm. But they do like him there. Mm. It's interesting form. Yeah, he's interesting. Also, he won a bumper last year. He and then and then he you know he won at Newbury. Unfortunately, he threw a splint after that, and we couldn't run him since. We were always going to try and make him into a supreme horse, and he's very much like a national hunt staying horse like Alfroth. No, he's not like Alfroth, who was a superstar and probably one, one of the best supreme novice hurdles have been for years. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Sprinter Sakura and Hugh Gardner behind Spirit him. Spirit Sun, of course, amazing the amazing race. Yeah. But this horse we do like. It's, it's good experience for him, and you know, what, I, I, he certainly won't finish last, that's for sure. He's working nicely, but if he runs a nice solid race, we'll find something for him further down the road. Have you looked at the Supreme yeah. as a division? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good race. It's a fantastic horse, you know, the John Bonn and um, Constitution Hill for England, and 
well, whatever turns up for Ireland, there probably could be it could be two, it could be twenty-two. We yeah. won't know until probably it's just about to jump off. But it's Sir Gerard, is it? Is that the Sir horse? Sir Gerard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sir Gerard, yeah, Sir Gerard. Dysart Dynamo's the other. I one, think he, he, if he turns up there, he'll win. I think he's very oh, impressive. Really? I thought the bumper last year was an amazing performance, and I think for me looking at it, if he turned up, he'd be the one we've all got to beat. Mm, they're talking about John Bonnet, aren't they? The lack yeah, of constitution. In, t- in terms of <laughs> in terms of Constitution Hill and John Bon, of what you've seen of them, I just think it's quite an interesting angle. Obviously, Constitution Hill has been well reported as being this very laid-back mm. character. What he's done on the track, we've not seen that much of him, but he's been ultra-impressive, mm. yet his form doesn't stack up. Meanwhile, John Bon form does stack up, but his mind, that has to be a worry. He's a very buzzy character. How much yeah. would you worry about that if you if you were training him? Well, it's obviously an issue with him at Cheltenham because, you know, horses do get it's wound up. It's going to be electric. A, electric, a big occasion and that. But if they can deal with that, then then obviously he's a talented horse. Yeah, I mean, both those horses have got good form to a level, haven't they? I mean, you could grab their form, both of them, really, to be honest with you. I mean, the Ascot race, he beat um, when Nappers Hill and then finished sixth, and he was third. The Irish horses run well. So it's OK form. And Constitution Hill winning, a, you know, the, you remember the Torworth is running attritional ground, which it won't <laughs> yeah. get at Cheltenham. And Ruby always used to say to me, those trial races in the middle of winter on deep ground have no consequence on Cheltenham. He always used to say that. Ground changes things around. And I, I finished third in that race at all with the horse called Mr. Glass. I then got beaten a handicap at, at Wink Anton the other day. So th- he was visually very impressive, yeah. but he's got to carry that forward on better ground at Cheltenham now. Mixed messages about Constitution. It'll be interesting to see which goes off favour, but there you go. An early tip then from Paul. <laughs> well, that's just one I fancy. I've been impressed with him. I saw when he won the bumper last year, I thought he was, you know, he was a proper horse. Yeah. yeah, all right, fair enough. All right, let's go on, if you don't mind, to the Brown Advisory on the <laughs> Wednesday. Um, the big one. The big one. Mm. Yeah. Brave man's game. And not just brave man's game as it stands at the moment. Three under through five also entered there. Uh, a lot of people thought he would be running in the last race of the day on the Tuesday in the amateur race. Uh, the three and a half mile or whatever it's called <laughs> now. Uh, which we know has had massive boosts. But he could well join him, could he? Well, I think that's a plan. Could you ring Max up for me and ask him and persuade him <laughs> to let me run him on the Tuesday? I think oh. he's more um, likely to listen to you, Paul, yeah, to be no, honest. I, but uh, no, uh, Max is very keen to run him in the uh, Brown Advisor against Brave Man's game because Adrian's won four on him and he wants to keep Adrian on him, which yeah. I can understand. If I had a free hand, it, I'd probably go on the other race. And is he a, it's a bit tricky just with the way he carries his head and the way he goes about his no. races? Or he's dead straightforward. He's just good question, Anna, because he has looked a bit Yeah, great, but no, he, that's just him. That's the way yeah. he's not yeah. at all. He's a I lovely, actually, genuine horse. When we came here before last year when he was running in the Albert Bartlett, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and I remember seeing him on the gallops and you said then he just carries his head like yeah. that. He's not difficult. He's, he's just... One, 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 one. Yeah. Yeah. Except Cheltenham. He got lost at Cheltenham last year. It just shows some of those young horses there. I mean, he literally got lost in that race. Big field first time. Albert Bartlett. Yeah, Albert, he got lost and, and didn't perform at all. And then he went on and won at Perth afterwards and then he's not stopped winning this year. And he's a good horse. He's, he keeps, you wouldn't know just how much was in the tank. He keeps on proving. So he's a worthy challenger, you know. Let's talk about Brave Man's mm. game. And I want to pull you up on something that you said mm. last, it might have been Lee Mott said, one of our senior reporters, can't remember, but <laughs> when he when he got beaten by Bob Ollinger in the, in the Valley Moor, mm. having travelled, you know, mm. beautifully into home straight, you said, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I was in the studio at the mm. time and I was getting this line back. Did he say that? I will win five or six times with Brave Man's Game and I'll turn up at Cheltenham and he'll probably bump in at something again. And there was a lot this season about you maybe not going to Cheltenham, but he has he's done absolutely everything yeah. in sterling fashion. You've got to run. No, he definitely runs and there's never been any question of him running. Um, 
it, it, you know, it was just as well. I came first. We just want to make sure everything's right. He's come out of Newbury really, really well. I can't remember saying that he'd win five or six and get beat <laughs> again. I mean, we're, we're going into the race thinking we got a grit. My only, my only thing I asked Harry this morning is one thing I've got in the back of mind. I said, does it, will he act on that track as well as he does ah. a Kempton, Newbury, some of those flatter Haydocks and others? That's my only... It's the one time said, he's been beaten. And Harry said last yeah. year, well, he said he travelled amazingly well. She had the run of the race, just got beat by a better horse in the back of the second last. He said, yeah. don't worry about the track. So that was what he said. And he did. He got beat by you know, better horse and by trying to be really ultra competitive and take the race to them. We probably cost ourselves second place. Um, but the, I think as much as I think last year, he's a massive, big, weak horse. And I think he's improved physically for, for time in the summer, which I think he'll do again next year. It was this day last year when he told us all that you compared him to Denman. All our eyebrows <laughs> raised up and all of my colleagues were writing about it. Uh, he's won pretty much the same races and we've given all the same ratings along the way. Uh, Newbury, I mean, have you seen a novice chaser jump uh, as well? I mean, it, from the jumping side of things, all those Irish lot can get in the bin compared to Brave Man's game. I just, the way he can take off from a stride out outside, like on the wings, you know, on the cusp of the wings, or dance at the boards for mm. a big horse. It's been well reported on now, but you rarely must have had a jumper like him. Uh, he's, he, is, he is fantastic. Was it yeah. naturally like that? or did He's you been like it from that? the start. No, no, he's been a naturally good. I mean, we do a lot of school numbers, but some are good and some aren't. I mean, yeah. he, he's just been like brilliant, brilliant horse jumping. And the way when you see those sort of tracker shots of him at some of you know, those mm. flat tracks you're talking about there, you know, Harry just has him on that loopy rein mm. the whole time. Is that, just out of interest, is that because he's going as fast as he wants to go or he's just that settled that he's like, I can just hack along at this canter? Well, funny enough, he used to be quite keen, but he has right. he's got a little bit more laid back, a bit more relaxed. And that's especially when he's in front, he's got his ears pretty, he's looking at everything that's going on. Um, he, I think he's just got a high cruising speed over three miles. Um, that's the thing with him. Mm. And um, like you say, he, he's got a fantastic jump. He's good. Um, I mean, it looks a perfect opportunity with loads of those Irish horses going over the two and a half miles. Well, it's a good question because uh, yeah. the more you, as we get closer, the more you, you know that Bob Ollinger is going to go for the Turners. Yeah. Venetia's horse, Long Press, who's been extremely Love him. impressive. Love him. It looks like if you believe what what connections are saying, he's going to go in the three mile. Yeah. Oh, really? And could gallop into Champs still go. Well, so Willie, could, this Willie could be the hottest race in the season. Well, who, who knows? Uh, I've just got a feeling he might go in the two and a half from what I was seeing, listening to Patrick Mullins saying the other day. Yeah. Again, depends on the ground. I mean, that might turn out to be an easier race than the three mile. That's what I mean. Up in the three. So that, that, everyone's, a lot of those horses are going to mix and match. But we're going three miles. We've set yeah. our stall up. We're not going to mess about unless the ground got like desperate or something like that. But You're going to take hopefully some It doesn't look too bad a forecast. And I'm hoping... I'm hoping that, you know... The track is in the back well. of the mind of a lot of judges, I think. Yeah, it's just something. But it, it, look, if he'd won at Cheltenham last year, yeah. he ran well at Cheltenham last year. So, you know, it was just something I did I did ask Harry this morning. He wasn't bothered. Another question. Is he better with a lead, like he was at Kempton? You, you could ride him either way. But he will get he, a lead I mean, running because he'll, he'll, he'll bowl he'll along. along yeah. And three through under for five won't be yeah. hanging about because he likes to exactly. gallop. So... Um, you can ride them either way. I mean, if they go good gallop, Harry would be just quite happy to settle in. If they go no gallop, you yeah. can bowl along. He's, he's quite versatile. I just can't wait. I love that race. It yeah. is Three exciting. miles, novice chasers, yeah, gold cup yeah. hopes. I love that race. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but I am going to back him again. Disaster. A bit of a disaster. And our viewers out there will be keen to hear this. There is an enhancement on the sports book, actually. Seven to four at the moment on the sports book. Nine to four for you viewers out there if you want to do it. Uh, and if those don't turn up, then that is going to look a whopping price, basically. So that is your first enhancement out there. Um, we'll come back to him, I think, Paul, as we go on. But we talk <laughs> about 
your comparisons with Braveman Game Denman. Stage Star, who goes through in the mm. Ballymore, first race on the Wednesday, he is also getting comparisons now to Brave Man's Game, having won the Chalo. Well, well, that's where it all started when when I, I'd said about Brave Man's Game had gone down the same route as Denman. I, oh, he's compared him with Denman. Well, actually, and I, I sort of got berated by quite a few press and different people, and Matt Chapman, I think, even. But actually, it's Don't turned... Don't be listening to uh, him. No, Kelsey, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a great expert, as he is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, as it is, I won't fall wrong. He's got down that same. In fact, I think Denman, if I'm right, was 161 mark after he won the RSE. Brave Man's game's already 164 after he won that handicap the other day. It's a dangerous thing going to our RPRs and the handicappers. We've a lot been said about this recently. They do tend to be rating them a little bit higher now. I'm not yeah, sure what it they, is. They, they might well be. And of course, he won off 159. He was going to go up with a small field like that. It's not like he'd won the Hennessy off 159 or anything yeah. like that, or the Labrick. I always think the comparisons but to horses from the past is can't. just it's too tough. Why you would you, you know? I was trying to, what I was trying to say, that he'd gone down the same route as, as what Denman had in one that yeah. Chala went on to the other. And, um, and now Stage Star is doing this, has done the same thing. But Where's he come from, this bloke? Because a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Ballymore runners start in Irish points, don't they, and bumpers and all that sort of thing. He's different to that, isn't he? Stage Star. Well, yeah. I ran him in bumpers last season. He won. He won first time up, and then he was second, I think, twice to Nappers Hill, or second and third. Ran some really good races with Georgia on the summer. Won well at Chepstow. Yeah. Won very well at the Newbury, the Labrick meeting, and then he won the Chalo really nicely. Harry was really impressed with him that day. I got, I kind of got the impression that you were, well, the team were a bit surprised by him. Or uh, yeah. are you surprised by the horse he's become through the season? Well, that's what you want to see horses do is progress as the season I know, goes but on, like, get better. But yeah, in man, a lot of ways, yeah. You know, um, if you're looking at, like, it feels like maybe he didn't have the sort of obvious and latent class maybe of a brave man's game in his early days. He's sort of developed a bit of a slow burn more, more maybe. Possibly, but then brave man's game ran in two bumpers and only managed <laughs> finished fourth and fifth. That have got some stick off him for telling him yeah, about the bumpers. So stage star, actually, he was a better bumper horse than brave man's game was. Yeah. And there would be nothing between them at home if they worked okay, together. Fair. And he hosed but, up, but, didn't he, in the challenge? Yeah, he's got to do it on the track in there. But he's a, he's a smart horse. And he's coming in, unlike brave man's game, you've got the handicap prep yeah. into. Yeah. Um, I, li I like I like him fresh. for this yeah. race. Nice horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the one thing that people will like out there is, is you look at, at the Ballymore betting now. I think the first four in the Supreme are also the first four yeah. in the Ballymore. Yeah. Carnage on that front. Yeah, I think it, you you're know, right. and it's I just you and really... Ginto, isn't it, of, of Gordon's yeah. that you know are going to run there. We've got another enhancement out there for you: six to one to eight to one on the sports, but eight to one does Big seem price. like a bit of an overreaction. Yeah. Big price. And some yeah, of that Irish form, I don't like that. Manella Cocuna race, I'm not a fan of. I think Danny gave that horse a brilliant ride that day. I'm not sure that that form will back up. And there's a few horses in there who's sketchy, where a stage star has just gone about his business, done what yeah. he can. He'll be open Great to the Dynamo in well, terms yeah. having the Ballymore because he's a bit keen, isn't he? Yeah. So, no, I look forward to him running. Yeah. All right, OK. And obviously, he, will he be the brand advisory horse next year? Is that what well, he's all about? That's what, hopefully, uh, he'll go down that sort of route, yeah? Yeah, all right, OK. Uh, highlights on the Wednesday is the champion chase. It seems remarkable that we've not seen Politologue since the Schlur, the impossible mm. race to pronounce. Uh, of course, a previous winner of the race. How is he? Yeah, he's in good shape. Of course, you know, he, he, he won the Tingle Creek and, and uh, then we kept him nice and fresh and he won the 2020 Queen Mother race. He needs to be fresh. He's older now. He's best off being fresh. Um, so that's why we've done that. Yeah. Um, but look, he's 11 now, and some of those guys that he's just going to go, younger legs, is going to be really tough. So he's coming towards the end of his career now. Been an amazing horse, you know, as we said, two Tingle Creeks, champion chase. Um, seventh, I think it's the seventh festival he'll have turned up at. It's incredible. It's an amazing horse. Um, sadly, he couldn't run last year because he just had a silly little nosebleed in the paddock, which is probably nothing. Oh, yeah. And that, 
that probably was a winnable race last year. Yeah. Mm. You know, Granitina who'd beat seven lengths in the Tingle Creek was only beat two lengths. So he probably missed an opportunity last year. This year's obviously going to be altogether different. But he's fresh and well. He'll give a good account of himself. You it's need a them all hell of a race, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and you need them all to show up and yeah. to put their best foot forward. And not all of them, you know. Will Inergamin act on that ground, round that track? Well, if he was it, out to 20s on the Yeah, you know, on gone the for a drift. You know, yeah. like we've seen it before with the yeah, championships. Yeah, yeah, it can cut up. You know. But he'll, he'll run a solid race. He always There's does. a little bit of talk at Mullins' camp, believe it or not, that Paul might actually sit on Shaka Buswak. I just can't see it personally, mm. but... Uh, maybe they're playing the game a little bit, but it, it's the sort of race where you could have a horse improve, you know, something like a Venetia's horse, a Fernambol, a De Civilla, someone like um, Moore's horse who loves the place, an editor, a De Gite. They could run a stone above form and finish fifth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you possibly think that they had a hard race in the Clarence Sales? Because we all know what Well, they did have a hard race. Because we all know what happens at hard races at, yeah. at, at Ascot, yeah, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, uh, Shishkin was all out to win, wasn't they? I mean, the other one maxed out as well. They did have a hard race, and so you've got to trust that they've got over that. Yeah. They are young horses, which is, in, is is an advantage in a lot of ways. But yeah, they had a hard races without a shadow of doubt. I've not got Grenatine on this list. No, sadly, Grenatine won't make it. He he's managed to bang his eye. Whether he got kicked, uh, some piece of dirt hit him in the eye when he ran at Leperstown, yeah. or he's rolled and not to set. He's just been at the vets. We'll be right to go to Sandown, but we're not going to have him back in time, sadly, to run here. Well, he loves it at Sandown. Yeah, he it? loves Sandown. So it may be a blessing in disguise with the race being quite so hot. Okay, all right. Yeah. Sticking with the championship races. Another tough one you've decided mm. to throw one into. Mm. The Ryanair, which mm. has been a muddling old division, hasn't it, all season long. Alaho, a lot of people expecting mm. this to be a, you know, only Alberta's run has ever won it back-to-back, -back, but he's going to be a very short price to do it. You run St. Calvados in it, who yeah. also ran at Ascot last time. Yeah, I think put a line for the Ascot runner. Obviously, he hates ground. Graham was heavy. I don't know what it was attritional. He didn't. He obviously likes going the other way, I think, though he ran well in the King George, but he definitely, I'd say, wants spring ground, better weather. He had a little bleed afterwards, which I'm sure is somebody looking at his record. He may have, you know, he's always been a little bit of a weak finisher. Mm. So we just changed our tactics, tactics with him, training him a little bit differently, training him as it was if he, he's a bleeder. So you do different things with him. Um, but if he turns up on his, uh, you know, A game, he was second in the race two years ago, ran well in the King George, he's not without a chance. Yeah. And he's only run, what, like literally a handful of times yeah. since yeah. that second. He's yeah. not got that many, I know he's an older horse, but yeah. he's not got that many miles under his. No. Well, I wonder, from your point of view, do you enjoy inheriting horses from other yards? Or, I mean, to try and eke out some improvement? Yeah. Or is that That's actually a question. A <laughs> yeah, you well, is it? Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, with but, a horse like him, he's got talent. They they got to a good level with yeah. him. So is it, are you on hiding to nothing? Or do you think, actually, I can get a bit more out here? If they're straightforward. I mean, they're older horses that have had issues, you know, albeit with breathing and bleeding and different. The first thing we did was give them a breathing operation. And sometimes they take a little while to get into your system and get to know them. And although he doesn't look like he gets three miles, I actually think he wants three miles. And when everything's right for him on a flat track, it's confounded given, us all that. Given, given time, he will get three miles. I mean, this year it didn't quite work out. Um, and I think if he was just held up in a King George or, or somewhere over three miles and just given a chance to get into the this, race. You? You're adamant. Well, it, well, all I know is at home, you, wouldn't, you would, honestly wouldn't think he was quick enough to run in a Ryanair. I mean, I really? could run fast well, on him at home. He's <laughs> one of those, he's, he's like, he, he suggests that he's, he actually suggests that he wants every bit of three miles at wow. home. But on the track, he travels well. So for this season, we'll carry on. We'll go for the Ryanair yeah. and we'll go to Aintree. But Hope there will be a right ground there will be, bit of spring ground. He needs spring yeah. ground and, yeah. and decent ground. But I wouldn't be afraid to run him in the King George again. Uh, definitely. And have him because we didn't really have him as fit as we could this year because he had issues. Yeah. 
Um, but just take your time you on it and arrive the there late. You can touch on the no, ride. No, we just got there know? too, got into the race too soon, as simple as that. And then that, then got clan race, and it was a complete picture of the whole race, really. But there we are. You must have been tearing your hair out, Lee. Well, no, I'm not saying too much anyway. But you know, it <laughs> just, you, you know, it just didn't work out right. And I think if Gavin rode the race again, going to the fourth last, he was following the winner, and the next thing he's chasing clan in front. And perhaps if he'd have followed the winner, it, I'm not saying he'd beat the winner, but he might finish second. Yeah. Well, I know we'd be talking about you know, it as a whole different proposition. Yeah. He did so show his class with that he's bow. Obviously, yeah. He's obviously yeah. a good horse, but he's got a few little issues, and if we've got to get over a poor run last time, but on goodish ground, I wouldn't be surprised if he ran well. Right, they are the championship races. You can make your mind up and you know, read between the tea leaves. If you had to go for one of his stage star at the eights? Uh, I think it probably would be stage Big star, price, yeah. Big price, and just because of the question marks about so many others in that race in terms of their ideal trip and where they're going to end up, I just think Stage Star is a much more solid option for punters at this stage going into the race because you know what you're going to get with him. He's a great one winner who keeps winning and yet he goes under, under the radar because mm. he's not Irish trained, so yeah. you can enjoy that one. Yeah, each one's <laughs> a good price. Right? Yeah, all right, okay, yeah. fair enough. Shall we have a look at the handicaps? Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> because this is where people's heads start to hurt. And actually, you're making our head hurt a little bit because we've got the Ultima. Mm. That's the first one we're going to look at. The question is, will Frodon run, I suppose, Paul? Yeah, um, we're going to make a late decision on that. I want to see that he's in good shape this week and also we'll see what the ground's... If he's soft, he won't run. Um, he, he's not... To, he, he's never been quite so good on, on really soft ground. He might have won on the soft in the past when he was really well handicapped, but now he definitely didn't like it in down raw. We worked him last week at Wincat and he wasn't overly impressive that day on the soft ground. Okay. And so we thought, you know, if it dried up, we may well take it. I mean, it's a huge task to win off 164 in a race like I'm that. I'm not sure it's been done. Um, he, he won off that mark two years ago. He was then like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, a younger horse in a, in, a, in, in a not such a competitive race. So I'd say we'll sit, I would say, unless the ground was really decent and we saw something magical from him this week, we'd probably wait. As soon as I said it's not been done, I thought about a horse who t used to turn up at Kempton, um, at Cheltenham in Aintree. Um, in April, and he, who, it was in Andy Stewart's old colours. What was it called? He carried ridiculous. Pockerlin, was it? Pockerlin? That's it. Pockerlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He <laughs> so you have done it. it, yeah. But this is quite a competitive race. This um, race, you have a, a, I have it down that you have a terrible record in this. They probably have, yeah. Not from twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, that'd be right. Because yeah. I actually think anything we run in those handicaps are so overexposed. I was going to say, it's, it's you've got no open, you've got no open winning, and I look yeah. at that and think he's not going to enhance that record. Off. <laughs> to be honest with you, I nearly, if I had to, I'd nearly wait and have him bang on for Dan Rawl again next year, first time out, have him ready for his life. That was his gold those, cup this those, year. you know, when you get Grenatine ready to win mm. a King, um, a Tingle, Tingle Creek, Creek exactly, like he did, yeah. and then that Dan Rawl yeah. performance. I mean. I get a buzz out of that. You mm. must get a uh, huge awesome buzz that. out of those real pinpoint training efforts. And those horses are probably overachieved. You know, if you think two years ago, Grenadine was 132 handicap, and yeah. he's now 100 and whatever. Incredible. And you, you can just win those races sometime. And they overachieve, but then after that, then you're in serious trouble with them a little bit. But it's that pinpoint training. Yeah. Great so buzz. I think that race will be hard to win. And as I say, I actually think our, the horses are overexposed in that race. So it's not a great race for us. Ask, you only have to ask uh, Willie Mullins. He's never won a handicap chase at the Cheltenham Festival, well, has he? So it's because how his horses are lined up. And sometimes yeah. if you do win one, it's because for circumstances ended up you getting a well handicapped horse yeah. for mm. whatever reason. Um, but I often think quite a lot of our horses are too high. I mean, you know, we're looking at the. We'll talk simply better later on where he is. But uh, going to that race, I'd say probably we won't be there. All right, okay. If he does run, he, you know, it would be a very, very popular one, of course. Uh, the Boodles, Fred Winter, the juvenile oh, handicap was. You got, I mean, we know all about Frodon, don't we? We know very little about Bellex One. <laughs> no, I don't know very much about him. <laughs> um, he hasn't run for us. Um, 
whether 130 is a good mark or not. Looking at what he's done, I thought it was high enough to be honest with you. But you know how to win this race. Yes, yeah, horses always run well in this race. Um, my brief when he was bought was to you know go straight to this race, try and get him ready to run for his life. So we've done that. He's had two away days at Wincanton. Harry rode him work last week. He was very pleased with him. You know, he's a flat winner. He's obviously qualified for this by yeah. running well in Ireland over hurdles. So who knows? He could be. He could run really well. You keep looking. He goes okay. He's workman like us. He actually he's lazy. So we put some cheap pieces on him last week and just give him a slap, and he took off. They, so oh, it, you know, go. he's one of those. He, he he would keep plenty, and I'd say stay on strong. You keep looking down at my notes where I've got Bellex one would need to be improved. Rabbit out of a hat job is my yeah. is my yeah. note yeah. on well, this well, one. Well, anyone's going to do it. That exactly. Yeah. Harry but, actually said to me this morning. He said he'll run well next week. That's Can you tell him this time when he comes to the last on the bridle to yeah. count to three, please? Because <laughs> yeah. we've all got bad memories last year. Poor Hoogery. He was. Yeah. We thought he was going to win all the way, didn't we? Yeah. I love this race. I know yeah. it's not everyone's. Yeah, go to Charmil. Yeah, he won. Yeah, and beat Romain de Sanam that That's day. Didn't he just yeah, about? Yeah. I nearly got shot that day. I just but, think um, <laughs> with Sam on it, it's yeah. a great puzzle to work out yeah. every year. I love it. And obviously last year, eighty to one winner was it? Yeah, people. It was. You can get Jeff Kidder. Yeah. I actually won the race, I think, with a horse called Pity Zigwood. Did, was, no, did he win it or was he second? Oh, me, good question. No. I, mean, Chris's I like the way he you're, ran you're really directing well. he ran, these he ran really well. The horse of Cathy Stewart I won with a few years ago. Um, I remember ringing Cathy up the night before saying, this horse has actually never, ever looked better, and he won it 25 to 1 yeah. the next day. It was only a few years ago. It's, it's a name, race with plenty of big prices in there. Yeah, it is. Pity Zig. Yeah. I don't remember if he won the Boodles or not. I'm no, not he sure. was second. Then he was went he? on and won some great That's ones it. after that. He did, yeah. But it's a good I like the race. You've got to have the right horse for it. And has he got Australian owners? Yes, yeah, he yeah. has, yeah. That's I haven't met them yet, but I think they're coming to Cheltenham. Oh, that'll All give right, you a well, good bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll be a good party, wouldn't it? Yeah. I actually <laughs> quite like one of did. Dan's yeah. horses in that, um, Too Friendly. Yes, you know, yeah, no, he, Really? Yeah, I do. Wow. I do. Just, he's... Oh, his flat form is significantly better than the good few others in there. I like that angle coming in. The All Mankind Colours. Yeah, the All yeah. Mankind Colours. Um, his first couple of wins earlier on in the season i remember seeing him up at newcastle was it where he i just thought he looked like a horse with a real engine just dreadful conditions that day he won but he's going to be better in spring ground and i just think it's yeah it's, he's 90 rated on the flat i think he's got a real engine they've saved him for it and he's got that form b behind um porticello and knight salute from doncaster porticello, of course so was, yeah. you know that triumph yeah. form i just think and he's a speedy type and they've taught i just Impulsive yeah i like that, that profile Sea Sessions is the horse that he beat at Bell X1 when they last right, saw okay, him. And yeah. that, that runs, and, and Katie Walsh and Ross O'Sullivan are. That form is that a li listed, winner, well. listed winner since? Yeah, right. yeah. okay, at so Andrew, we're yeah. going with a chance. Kualando was also always trying to think of who won it 25 to 1, yeah. Oh. Solomon was ready, yeah, yeah, good okay, race. Right. But what's the Willie Mullins' horse, it, his favourite? Oh, don't go they, there. They say he's supposed to be in uh, front I thought I was going to do a preview it? where we've not yeah. mentioned yeah. a Gaelic, Gaelic warrior. Yeah, yeah, well, they How'd they come, get that mark? Well, I don't know, because we did that with Diego de Charmel, got his French mark, and. But well, we can't run him after that, because if you do win, you'll end up. I might be wrong, but I think his French mark has him as when you transfer it over to England it should be ten pounds higher than yeah, what it is. If you go on a line with Diego de Charmel, how they handicapped him apparently yeah. that's yeah, the case. That's what I've been whether told. it's changed since then I don't know, but it sounds like he's thrown in. His French form stacks up and they were hoping for a mark of one three nine, they got one two nine. So yeah. I mean it's literally camp. like you don't they think got someone the slipped a wrong. pen, did yeah. they? Yeah, exactly. I genuinely wonder. They that. entered him at, <laughs> at the Cheltenham meeting, was it the January meeting to see what mark he'd get? Yeah. The old Arthur Moore trick of mm. you know and Gordon Elliott, see what mark they get, keep him away. This is also thought might be running it in a supreme a little bit later on. You've yeah. never run so scared if, of if anything. He, if he was due to be one thirty nine on the old how they worked the range yeah. out then he'll take a lot of. Beating. If he's on single box, so this is all over. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's going to be a fun race anyway. And Belex one probably a bit overpriced on it. Yeah. Coral Cup. Wasn't sure I'd see 
the brilliantly named McFabulous <laughs> running here. Yeah. Um, well, I think we proved there's no point running him in the stairs hurdle. There's nothing else really to run him in, to be honest with you. Um, I, I just felt he's off 150. He's got 11.8. If the weights don't change, I think there's going to be really condensed weight. Yeah. You know, my bottom weight might be down as 11.2, 11.3. Who knows? Um, so that makes it competitive. This is obviously his, his trip, but probably his, all his best form has been on a flat track. Um, fresh horses. Is that why you swerved? Did you swerve Charlton last year with him, didn't you? Yeah, I think we did. Is yeah, well, he was in. The, was, yeah. He was going to run in the stairs, or and then he went to Aintree. But he, he, he's. I think he's kept a little bit to himself. Well, this is what I was getting to. Uh, he has confounded people a little bit. Like yeah. on his return, he blew up, ran yeah. on again. He yeah. thought for a world like could get three miles, and he didn't. Funny just, race though yeah. that last one. Uh, but he definitely got outstayed. It's not the first time he he had done that. Newbury jumped the last in front against Paisley Park and Time Hill last year and, and looked like winning and didn't quite get home. So I think we, and, and I, I, look, I have actually had a good look at his pedigree, though he's by Milan, he doesn't, everything else doesn't suggest he wants three miles. So we're back in trip, yeah. is, cheek pieces on. Is there a touch, a sense of it's up here in his mind yeah. a little bit? Yeah, he does think of it. <laughs> so what are we putting on at Cheltenham? Bling, cheek, cheek pieces, no, cheek pieces. pieces. We, cheek we have great, you know, great success, just sharpen him up a little bit. Um, and um, I mean, if he runs to his best, he's definitely got a chance. Was well, he 150? Yeah. Yeah. We've given him a racing post rating of the racing post yeah. of 160. So, look, you've got £10 yeah. on play yeah. on his best one. Uh, can I just ask you a quick question? If Christopher Wood, ex-inmate of yours, if he was to go there, what, what happened to him? Um, it's like we said, we had a fallout with the owner. We had a difference of opinion over something. Right, so, OK, I mean, um, we'll just abandon that We'll then. leave that one. <laughs> yeah. But did I can't he, see Christopher Wood would getting get too far. I'm no, not sure. I, well, I, he ran well the other day, and I think he's obviously gone up. He came yeah. up against I, Sam Thomas's Austin. Yeah, yeah. he ran very uh, well that day. All, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's a good, tough, genuine horse. I, uh, a Coral Cup over two more five, I might be wrong, but I'd be it's surprised. I, I was if he was a £10 lighter, then def lower, definitely. He's yeah. just, I think he's on his maximum handicap mark. I, I was, I just, he just caught my eye in the, when I looked at the race, and I did just think, you know, he always seemed two miles was perfect yeah. for him, yeah. but it to was Boyu, interesting. To Boyuyo, he's had two runs, isn't he, but fabulous. Yeah. I think maximum four runs if you look at the trends and all that sort of thing. Fresh horses out there, yeah. people. That's where fresh, you. Fresh, that's fresh. Where he, he actually, will you drop him right out, Paul? Well, I don't think we'll drop him right out because I think it's hard to win from right out the back these days the way the races are. Right. Just sit halfway and hope you jump well. He worked fantastically well at Wincat last week, and I thought we well, were still as good as ever. We'll probably see the best of him in the October when he's going chasing. He was due to do that this year and got hurt yeah. at home, so he couldn't. So it's really picking up some crumbs, and this is the obvious race of running me. I think right. he's got, you know, it's a hard race to win this. Yeah, JP will have about 10 in it, won't yeah, it? It'd be a hard race to win. The Grand Daniel, uh, a race that used to, that was, this, you, it, it, it was, that was Paul's handicap yeah. when I first got into it. St. Pira and I always remember you yeah. telling everyone it would win. And, Andreas, uh, he won. But, but it, you used to get them in off 130, a progressive horse, it? but now mm. you can't get in off that mark. No, no, you need to be in there. So, um, but you've got two novices? Yeah, 142, Time White, and I think 143, Il Redito. Yeah. Um, Novices, novices have got a great record on this race. I think the unexposed one is Time White. Um, Do you feel he, a bit hard done by it by ten pounds from his Doncaster win? He went up ten pounds, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. but, but well, you, he wouldn't you... have got any if he hadn't gone up. 10 no, pound, I know, but... but the horse in second is like a one-two-five rated yeah, horse all day long. I just thought it was a bit of a hush. It, it, I know he, he won. Know. He just went to get top when he, he actually bolted in, but who, yeah, knows, he did, you know, yeah. who knows? You know, he's a horse pull that has run in Betfair hurdles mm. and he's running county hurdles, yeah. and he hasn't quite got home in either of them, yeah. has he? Good experience those running in those races. He, he was struggling a bit with his breathing last year, so ah. we did a wind up with him. That's why I was late back running him when he was second at Amarillo Sky yeah. Canton. Needed the run that day. Ran well. Had a mishap at Ascot with him and Harry had a disagreement at the first, and then he, he bolted in. And yeah, look, the Doncaster run, 
form-wise isn't much, but he couldn't have done any more. No. And he obviously went at £10, and I would, there's no way I could afford to run him in a novice chase and go up another three or four, so we've gone straight there. He does feel like, having spoken to you about him this time last year, pre and running uh, at Cheltenham, mm. it just seems like a horse you think has a bit more to go yet, has a bit more improvement in him, a horse you like anyway. Yeah, well, physically he's improved this year. He's always a big horse. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's always thought of being a chaser. He's got loads of boot, which you want for a two-mile chase, and I think, I'm sure there's more to come from him. Il Redutu, when he won mm. at Newbury, they, yeah. it, was like a, it was like a king's stand, wasn't it? They went <laughs> off like five furlongs. Well, that suit him, you know. He needs a fast run race, and we dropped him and used his jumping until, yeah. Whereas <laughs> the last day he ran at Lingfield, it was a joke. He ended up having to make his running because they were trotting over the first two. You turned him out quickly, didn't you, at Sandown oh, after yeah. that? But that was, you know, hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. I shouldn't have done that. But anyway, look, we did. And we thought the race had cut up. But um, he was ready for that day. At, um, but everything was right that day. And we had 10 stone four. He had the big four-old allowance then at that time, which is virtually gone now. Yeah. So, he he was that was his race that day and he won it really impressively. That was an elaborate trophy day, wasn't it? Um, but uh, he you know he'll run very well. A fast run race will suit him. He jump into the race, so he he's got a nice each way chance as well as the other. Will um, Harry sit on him? Do you think? I've got to sort that one out. My my view, just keeping it simple, is that, that I'll probably make the decision. Harry's one on him. Brian's one on Time White. Leave it as it is. And, you know, now I've got any arguing who wants to ride what. But if, yeah. you, if you had to choose, isn't much of muchness between the two of them at this stage with what they show you at home? I, or are you I just favouring got, uh, Time White. I, I've just got a feeling that Time White's got more to come. As the other lad might just be on his limit at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And probably wants another summer. He's only a five-year-old. But there are whispers on the preview circuit that you quite fancy time wise. I do fancy him, but uh, you know, definitely just the Where'd way you get he did these it. Whispers from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I work with Paul Keeley. So yeah. <laughs> he does every single one of them. Um, yeah, he, he, you'd have to, I think, because we think he's progressive, but you only think you don't actually know that for sure without having run again since Doncaster. Yeah. But when I worked them at Wincanton last week, those two went very, very well. Time White probably, we took six up there, and he was a standout one of those working with Il Rodito was right on his tail. So but homework, mean, homework doesn't mean nothing. It's yeah. what's going to happen on the track that counts. I just think it's a progressive horse. We may be right, we may be wrong. Two very interesting horses in the yeah. Grand Annual then. Uh, the Potemps next. Three miles, oh, yeah. very, very competitive what stuff. Over hurdles. Saint Sonnet has been a big disappointment. I'm going to say he's also, I actually have totally forgotten about. Yeah, he, he, I've he, got. Two run, two other runs this season have been very disappointing. Yeah, and then he improved a Boxing Day. He actually, he actually ran all right on Boxing Day. He dropped a little bit. He ran very well that day. Had to get qualified by finishing in the top six. He can't run yeah. too bad. But he was second. Was he second that day? He was second mm. actually. I think he was. Um, You're, he, the blinkers on him. Is he an idle type? Yeah, yeah. very. <laughs> yeah. Simply, I, yes. I'm sure he wasn't putting everything in. I mean, we thought he had a world at his feet. He mixed fences, didn't he? But the trouble was he won a novice chase in France in July, so he'd lost his novice status within a year, and then he had quite a high mark. But he hasn't progressed. Um, although he ran okay the other day, you could say he's got an outside chance of running into Here, the frame. Here's a question for you, actually, he's, in he's regard to him. Is, he's got a terrible Cheltenham record, hasn't he? I think he's been pulled up, fallen, well yeah. beaten a few times. Just not on a note regards mm. to him, really, but a more general note. When we're talking about horses operating round tracks, mm. How often does that happen where you get one that really is a no to Cheltenham? Or generally, is it a pretty a, a track that horses take to? No, it's not. If you look at Clan he just his record there was dire. You know, over the years, he, he, he ran some good races, but he just he, he, he just hated it around the ups and downs and around it. It's quite a sharp track, especially on the first two days on the old course. People don't realise how sharp it is. And if the ground's good, it's an easy track because you're always travelling up and down and round and swing down the hill. Mm. Yeah, we've got the hill. The hill comes more attritional on the new course or when it's testing ground. If it's good ground, it's a very easy track. Um, 
and some horses don't act. Silver and Uncle Conti, he didn't like it either. Yeah. We talked about it. Some horses do not act on that track, and others absolutely love it. So There's a great link here for the plate. Paddy Power plate yeah. that's coming up because simply the Benz has won the race. Yeah, he loves Shelton. Well, he won the novice handicap there, didn't yeah, he? A couple it. two years ago, he's rated 155 now, which because he, he's so genuine, he always runs good races. Was he, it the plate or the novice handicap he won? I can't remember. Was it didn't it Imperial Oregon win the the now non? You, you, you may well be right, but he, he has won at the festival. I'm sure, I backed him. Um, <laughs> and and you know. He's paid for that now. He's he was, he's 155. He's, he's he always runs consistent, so he hardly ever gets dropped. He'll run a good race, but I, I just think he's got it all to he's do. He's running some top staying races, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. But um, that so if he he won it before of 149, he's now of right. 155, right? Yeah. Plenty of punters out there would have you down as a six pound trainer upgrade, and I'm not being disrespectful mm. to anyone. Mm. You're champion trainer. You're the best in the business. Is that a fair comment? I think the Cheltenham form as well is something people will latch on yeah. to. And he, he has run well there this season. Yeah. So it's not beyond yeah. the rounds. Is he no. keen horse? Is he buzzy? Not really. No. Oh, right, okay. No. He sometimes looks like he's not so no, he, he likes. He likes to be, I think he likes to be. And the, when we ran him the other day in the Cotswold Chase, we made a big error by dropping him in, thinking he might not get the trip, and he just sort of didn't really like it. I remember like Gav it. was handy on him when he won as a novice. But he actually, the time before, Harry uh, just let him bowl along right up there and use his jumping. Yeah. He loves it. So you, uh, there's no point dropping him in. He loves to be up there handy. And just gonna, he'll you know, put on a show, won't he? Oh, he'll run well. He'll run well. He will carry a lot of punters' money because of that and win. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a are. festival winner. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah exactly. That counts. And he's right. in good shape as well, and he will like definitely. So I think he's one of those spring weather, spring ground. He'll be much more improved. Shall we talk about Maxi, David Maxwell? Yeah. Oh. Because you've got two runners for him, Paul. Cat Tiger, Kim Muir. Yeah, that's right. And Bob and Co. Yeah, Fox Hunters. No, Fox, Fox Hunters. Hunters. Lots been said about, you know, Mr. Maxwell, hasn't it? This year, do you remember when Cat Tiger got done and yeah. everyone jumped on his back? Yeah. And ever since, he's been win, 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 win. Yeah. He's got like a 26% strike rate this year. I and, love um, the guy. Yeah. Honestly, he I buys just... rather good horses, Paul, doesn't yeah. he? He buys nice horses. He he pays the bills. He rides them himself. So you can't be saying too much, can you? You got respect yeah. that. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy having him in the yard? Yeah, do you immensely. Enjoy... Yeah. yeah, I mean, you yeah. do get frustrated sometimes when the horses get beaten. When perhaps you think they might have won, but you you think, well, look, well, I've thought. And he often I mean, he rang one, one day. He, he said, "You just ring, tell me what you think. Talk to me like you were going to talk to Copland." So I did, uh -oh. and he <laughs> made him laugh. And it was something one day. I think it was Cat Tiger and a novice hurdle at Lingford. And I said, "Bowl along in front," oh, and he dropped it right out, didn't he? And never quite got to him. And I was thinking, everyone thought it was a certainty that day. <laughs> and he said, "So I did. I did." Anyway, we we have a lot of up. He's a lot of fun. He's a good man. Yeah. Um, and he, you looked he, to get a great thrill out of that day at Ascot. It was brilliant because yeah. the, the Doncaster the time before he should have won. I remember to, so we talking to David. Harry Dunman walked across with David and said, "Look, he doesn't do a whole leap in front. Don't get there too soon." So he jumps a third last, wings down what he thought was the last <laughs> in oh, front. Oh, right? Looked up and thought, "Oh, I've got to jump another fence. There's one more to go." <laughs> and between the second last and the last, old Cat Tiger thought he'd done a pulled up, got yeah. beat. Yeah. So yeah. Ascot then he thought, "Right, I'm going to show him all now." Put his head on the line, and he did right it's on the line, didn't he? To him, isn't and he it? gave it a great ride that day. You do get excited when he wins a race. Old Dolphin Square for yeah. Philip Bobs when he that won was that brilliant. hurdle. That was unbelievable. I mean, if he rode a winner at Cheltenham, I think he'd get one of the biggest cheers of the week, wouldn't he? And Barry Orr put him up on the show. Yeah, doing he's, a, he's yeah, I, very fond of him. You know, he, any success he gets, he fully deserves. Cat Tiger then. Yeah. Uh, has he shown his hand a bit, or he might have done? I suppose winning Askey went up a little bit, and three and a quarter miles would have a. I would be sort of slightly worried about, yeah. uh, though he stayed on strong at Ascot. Um, 
you just have to be patient with him and you know and and just hope the ground's not too attritional which i'm, I'm hoping it'll be nice next and, week and is the aim with him to go back to aintree well i i suspect time? after that he can go back to the, he can run in the fox hunters depending mm. on if, whether bob and co goes yeah um i think if bob and co runs at Cheltenham, he's still in the fox hunters we may see it save him somewhere else cat tiger's brilliant around aintree that's where he could end yeah. up afterwards yeah um mm, uh, bob and co i was going to say i mean when David Maxwell got the better of Paddy Mullins in a finish in Ireland, uh, that was, I got a buzz off Well, he's that. a classy horse to be running yeah. in under Chase, isn't he? Came yeah. from France, yeah. right, what, 150-odd? Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, he's an older horse now, a few little issues, but um, he, he's a decent horse. And he, when he came over at first, he was very keen. Um, but he's settled now, he gets on well with him. He obviously, winning at Punchestown last year when he beat Bill away was a, like, a fantastic, that was... That was one of the best cheers we've ever given anybody yeah. that day because we just won with Clan as well, so we had a fantastic yeah. two days out there. And and for, just for David to win, that was fantastic. But I know his life's ambition is with the Channel Fox Hunters. And when he was unseated twelve months ago, that was was Sean Bowen was on him that day. Oh, wasn't that's, he? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. of course but COVID. Horse was COVID, he was traveling well. Was going well. Was, yeah, yeah. he'd have been thereabouts yeah. on on what he'd done afterwards and. I think um, I think this year, well, Billaway's favourite. That tells you all that we beat in Punchestown. We had a lovely run round Haydock the other day. His first prep of the yeah. you know prep of the he season. One well, disappointing, got beaten then. No, look, I think David said if he'd have made more use of him, he may well have won. But it was terrible ground, and I did say to Clifford the next day, actually, not having a hard race to be making him. And I said I think he could go very close to Cheltenham because of it. So, you know, David's all focused on winning it, Cheltenham, and quite rightly on that ground, he didn't have a hard race. Yeah. How, how okay. old is Bob and Kona? He's 11, isn't he? He's 12, yeah, 11 or 12, he anyway. But he's, he's, he's a great horse. Fantastic I wouldn't put horse. you off in that race. No, I think no, he's got no, a great, no, I think no, he's no. Got great chance. Yeah. Okay. Come on, right. Bob and Kerr. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll all have a little bit on him. And Billaway is the one to aim at. I heard they're putting cheap pieces on him. Are they? Yeah. So he's been beat. Although he got beat, he got beat at Punch and he got yeah. beat this season, hasn't he? Already he's in a 100 tricky, years. tricky old year. one of my lays of the yeah. week. Yeah, yeah okay. So yeah, good to hear that Bob and Kerr's going well. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple last year's winner of the race of Will's Paul Bay. He's not running. And there was uh, Sam Willie Cohen's horse, Jets not running. So it could end up, arguably, cutting up a little bit. Yeah, you got wing leader from Ireland. That's the one possibly that to be. That would be at a Christie's horse. But apart from that, it is quite tricky. Yeah. I agree. One left then, final race. Um, as your ex-pupil, uh, Dan Skelton, found out, you can often bump into one in this race with Langer Dan, of course, yeah. who, who looks like he's going for the race again. You've got very interesting horse if he gets yeah. in. Nappers Hill. Yeah. Um, I looked this morning, I think, Two of the last three years, he would have got in. So we, we might be sweating. I've got him in the EBF final at Sandown on Saturday, but it looks like he'd carry top weight and the ground would be too soft. I w I'm not sure I'd want to do that. Yeah. I think I'd pray and, and leave him and try and get into the Martin Pike. He ran in the Betfair, didn't he? Yeah. And he, he ran a just, good race. He, he was looked still a little bit green, a little bit novice, and he looked like he wanted the trip. Yeah, and it, it probably was the making of him, the jumper. He jumped great that day in a competitive field, got pushed wide. He was a little bit further behind than he wanted to. He was only beat six lengths, staying on really strong. And he does want two and a half without yeah. a shadow day. His mark of 135 yeah. versus what you think of him. Mm. I think those two things are a long way away. Yeah. From well, if you look, he beat stage. stage star twice last year and brought stage stars way high. And it's just where it's worked out a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's a nice race in him off 135. Yeah. We have won this race, of course. I mean, Harry Durham got the yeah, leg up somehow. Yeah, he did, yeah. And if he just <laughs> sneaks in, that would be very So we, we'd be nice it. to get in there, yeah. it would be. So if he does, he does. If not, we're going to have to find another race for him. But I think, you know, I think he's quite well. And is he a chaser of the future as well? <sighs> Unlike Staystar, was a big, strong horse. He, he's, he's probably, he's not so, such a strong, I think that, I think we'd probably end up staying over hurdles a bit. I think there's more to come over hurdles with him. Okay, all right. Right, a second season earlier in the yeah, morning then. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And we have gone through all your runners. 
selection time now, then I'm going to ask you for one. Vanessa, you've been listening to all this. I mean, it's Brave Man's game for me. I'll have some of that nine to four and hope that the, even if, the, you know, Venetia's turns up, I think it'll stay in. And sorry to say, I'm very keen on him, Paul, so yeah. I'll be all over. Yeah, I'd be jumping in. on that train as well. I've been on the train for a while, though, so I'm not going to abandon it now. It's been a good and train. It's been a great train. <laughs> uh, I just love the horse. I hope he does the business for you, for everyone involved mm. in him. I'm just a real fan of his, and I think he's got all the class, and it's a race I love. And elsewhere of the handicaps and having had the conversation with you, I quite like that time white angle. I think there's mm. more to come from him there with that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, good, good few snippets. Time white. Brave man's another one for a Trixie Bob and Co. Yeah, Bob and Co. Those yeah. Are the, the, yeah, I thought Bob and Co. Brave man's game and stage style probably are the three best. Yeah, take time advances. white out of that. That was, a, and then that was as, the a hand, as a handicapper yeah. in the handicaps probably yeah. um, time white and McFabulous each way. All oh, right, yeah. okay. Don't don't forget McFabulous. Yeah. Cream rises to the top. Well, yeah. th Paul, thanks for having us down. It's been an cool. absolute pleasure. We it, it, pressure's off now. Yeah, pressure's all off. Right. And so we have all have a good week. And, and Vanessa, thanks very much. Been good fun. Great fun. Part of the team now. Happy days. Yeah, a, a privilege and a pleasure, yeah. Are you going? Uh, all four days, yeah. I'll be there. Wow. I'll be there, right, I know. Okay. And then Newcastle on the Saturday, so aren't they kind to me? With the That's old the scheduling. game, isn't it? It's a killer, isn't it? That's but the game. Right, we won't yeah. be complaining. Well, brilliant. Well, listen, thanks to everyone at Betfair. Thank you to watching. What a pleasure this has been. 2022, Paul Nichols, Cheltenham Stable Tour.